Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McConaughton, Big E. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we got a loaded podcast ahead with two very special guests. First, SYP creator Ravisher. Rav, what jersey is that that you're wearing? That the uh, don't. It's a Vancouver Canucks jersey. I, I was going to say the, the audio. The audio, uh, the audio listeners can't hear this, but uh, you were in a, a pretty nice uh, Besser Canucks jersey. Respect you for uh, for wearing that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I was either that or the Pedersen one, or I was going to wear the Rangers one in honor of the Barkley Goodrow signing. So uh, <laughs> I just have that one sitting up there. That would have been funny if you actually wore the good like a Ranger. If you actually wore the Rangers one, that'd be funny. Um, speaking of funny, Callum McDonald is also joining us, friend of SYP and the podcast. Callum, what's happening? What, what, what did you do this weekend? Did you do anything eventful this weekend? Uh, I was on my phone. I saw the Canucks made a trade and then I just laid in bed for about six hours. I'm wanting to cry. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Um, we'll get into that later on. First, uh, again, as we record this, it's Sunday night, uh, July 25th. Uh, Margaret McNeil, Canadian gold medalist in the 100 meter butterfly. Congratulations to Margaret. Incredible performance. Um, again, four, uh, 14 year old, uh, just missed out on a medal. I, I, I feel like I should find her name, but I, I don't know what it is off the top of my head. I just saw that a 14 year old just missed out on a medal for Canada. So, yeah. yeah um, 14 and competing at the Olympics for Canada. That's kind of ridiculous. Her name's Summer McIntosh. Oh, okay. There you go. Summer McIntosh. Kudos That's to Summer. Thing. She'll probably win a gold down the line. Oh, yeah. You so, think. You you would think so. Um, 18 in the next Olympics. Yeah, there you go. That's like peak performance. Isn't it? It's like 18 to your like 20s. That's like peak. I think it's 16 to 20. There you go. Um, for swimming. Calum, do you have a fa- – I mean, this actually could go to both of you guys, but do you have a favorite Olympic sport? We, 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 we kind of, Scott and I did an Olympics preview last week where we previewed every sport in two minutes or less, but do you guys actually have a favorite sport that you enjoy watching the most? I mean, if we're talking winter, obviously I got to go with the – Curling? I honestly do love curling, which is weird. But uh, hockey, I mean, that's just a no-brainer. But if we're talking summer – I do love watching some like four by 100 freestyle relays. Mm. And I just love seeing Michael Phelps dominate. Hmm. Okay. Rab, do you have a favorite summer sport or uh, I'll throw for winter. I'll throw in like luge or something, right? Like something mm. like that. Something you don't see all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, s- summer. I, I have a, okay. It's not a hot take. It's just like, imagine if they had, uh, American football, the Summer Olympics, just for the fucking shits. And these every country's trying to gather a team. Like no one knows the rules, and it's just like a free gold medal for America. But they just want to see like what would happen if you just got like American football. <laughs> someone so, versus the world. Well, no, someone, so, someone. This is kind of like along the lines of my three on three because three on three basketball is now an Olympic sport, right? And I said they missed out on a great, yeah, three on three basketball is now an Olympic sport. And, and I said Jay they Cole missed out. They, well, they missed on a great opportunity because they should have LeBron playing in three on three basketball <laughs> so he can dunk on unsuspecting Croatians. Because that's really the best part of the Olympic basketball experience. It's just guys who are doing this as a hobby and they actually have real jobs who have to go up against pro basketball players. Yeah, like France versus the United States, except France won. 
well, as, as I saw earlier today on the internet, not the first time Rudy Gobert has shut down the U.S. <laughs> so, so there's that. Evan, Evan Fournier. Yeah, he, he, he more points than like Durant. Again, He's dude. Good. Again, no, it's just not. when you're like Luke. Yeah, you got to remember what Luca said, dude. When you're playing for your country, you you care. It's it's different. You don't get even. You don't even get paid for it. But when you play for your country, it's a whole different. It's a whole different thing. Uh, go, going back to what you said about basketball, though, I think it would be awesome if just again some poor Danish fellow had to guard DK Metcalf and. <laughs> Just like do that for sixty minutes a game, and I think that would be awesome entertainment. Imagine I, if Mongolia had like a fo- American football team. Yeah. Could you imagine? Just like no one, no one's probably <laughs> okay. Like for like any like Asian country, like imagine India, dude. Imagine like <laughs> we have like hundred fifty pound linemen, dude. That'd be just brutal. <laughs> well, and then like and then like to kind of balance it out, like say like cricket is going to come to the Olympics and oh. then Americans have to play cricket and then they just get absolutely bodied <laughs> by cricket. But the thing is the cricket is so much more popular. Cricket is like, yeah, the oh, thing yeah, is like, no. you can, it's not really comparable for that. Cause like most sports are played outside. Like this is the American football is like an anomaly where it's not played outside of America. Really? <laughs> yeah. Pretty right? much. Like, yeah. It's only Anyways. here, Canada. That's about it. That they even like have teams for it. Well, even and even Canadian football isn't even American football. Yeah, Canadian it's like football. a it's like a it's not a different sport, but gosh, the different. It stinks. <laughs> I still I I still might go to a lion. I'm contemplating going to a Lions game. Uh, I okay. Uh, I think yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, let's move on. So we're gonna talk a lot of ho- this is gonna be a, a heavy hockey podcast because a lot has ho- happened in hockey over the last week. I feel like we should start with Logan Mayu. Getting drafted 31st overall by the Montreal Canadiens, which uh, right when I right when uh, I was like losing it there like 10 seconds ago, I just saw a thing where like two days ago Logan Mayu was taking live questions from reporters, and I didn't even know that. <laughs> I, so, so for those who don't know, Logan Mayu, to put it lightly, in a little trouble uh, because he was soliciting. Well, he he was showing pictures of himself having sexual relations with a girl who did not consent to these pictures and did not consent to him sharing these pictures to his teammates in Sweden over this past year. I Was it Tuesday or Wednesday he renounced himself from the draft where he yeah. said, don't take me. Like, actually, nobody, please, please no one take me. I am not ready. This is not my thing. Don't draft me. And... Mark Vergevan said, that sounds like a player for us. He represents the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> and drafted, not only drafted him when he was asked not to be drafted, drafted him in the first round. Yeah. yeah. I think I think Bergevin's thought process was like, they're going to take him in the second round, so let's take him now. Which, like, I don't know what he thought was going to happen. I don't know, like, where people are like, oh, this guy's going to – man and i know they're not going to do the mitchell miller thing because they won't they're not going to renounce it because they're fucking montreal they're they're some scums dude they're not going to do that they're going to keep them they're gonna, they what did they say in their uh let me pull that up they're yeah they're if you want to read the statement that they uh that they i just remember saying like we will provide this man with uh all the things he needs to mature i'm like dude <sighs> like it, you don't a guy like that he said he'll mature himself like I, this guy could be the most uh you know what do you call it 
uh, remorseful guy ever, which first of all, I don't think he is because he said like multiple times, like you just like victim blaming the whole situation. Oh, dude, it just it's even if this guy is the most like remorseful guy ever, like it still doesn't change the fact that he said, don't draft me. I need time to, you know, work on myself. It's, it's yeah, I feel like he did like a bunch of bad things. The one good thing he did is telling teams not to draft him. And then boom, Montreal, 31st pick. If you have to, for your first round pick, say, uh, the, you don't even announce the guy. You just say statement on him. And then, oh, man, here it is. Oh, that's in French. Uh, we are making a commitment to accompany Logan on his journey. They're talking about as if he's coming back for like an injury, bro. It's, he, he, oh, dude. Oh, fuck this team. Oh. So like a, it was Canada's team up until the draft. Yeah, I was gonna. I, I was, was gonna... Canada's team for like a month, dude. No one, anyone who's a fan of any other team hates Montreal, dude. Like you like <laughs> watching their fans be like you like watching their fans and stuff because they're like really into it. And like if, if they're playing like Montreal, Boston, you cheer for Montreal, right? Mm-hmm. But still, it's just like you you don't you don't like them. You know, no one no one really likes Montreal outside of Montreal. You know, I'm, I'm talking about the team, not the city. But like, you, no one really likes Montreal. You you don't you don't want to you never want to support them unless it's Boston or a team you hate or something, right? So my my thoughts on it were along those lines of how the Cana- the Montreal Canadian well Mark Bergevin first the Montreal Canadiens and the NHL for the most part over the last let's say month and I know the Chicago Blackhawks scandal is another story and the NHL has not done a whole lot of good stuff there but for the most part Bergevin the Habs and the NHL have been building up some pretty good will over like the last month with the finals and Montreal going on a big run here. Uh, the NHL just had the expansion draft this past week, which I thought was a fun event as well. And that was all flushed down the, the toilet on Friday night when they made that pick with Logan Mayu. And the worst part is obviously the, the, the individual involved who is now being brought up and now her life is impacted by this as well. Cause now everybody's talking about, you know, what, what was the situation like, or what was it all, you know, what all actually happened as if we haven't actually seen a release from Logan, we have a police, you know, report in Sweden because everybody likes to victim blame, which is just fucking stupid. Yeah. He said like multiple times, like the, this person's trying to ruin my career and stuff. Like I've apologized multiple times. The yeah. victim said he, he didn't, she didn't get, uh, an, she, all she wanted was a heartfelt apology. She got a, three sentence or less apology is what we got from her it's pathetic you know the for just for like even if it's multiple times like it doesn't matter you can't be you know you're not sincere enough you're just he can't do the bare minimum in in that situation which is brutal that just shows like he he has no remorse and again i guess like even if this guy like feels remorseful in any way like he still needs his own time to take and like you know change himself you don't promote you don't give the guy a first round pick into the NHL because he like, uh. no, no, nobody has learned anything from this. Like this, this, this situation, what happened on Friday night does not help anybody. Like it doesn't help Montreal as good as the player is. This doesn't help Montreal. It doesn't have, it doesn't help the Habs. It doesn't help Mayu that he asked not to be drafted and was still drafted. So now he has to go through that fucking bullshit of just like dealing with, 
not trying to say that he should get any sympathy. That's not what I'm trying to say. But now he has to go and, you know. I guess, yeah. He shouldn't be there. He, he shouldn't be there. And, and now he, you know, he's got expectations on himself that he shouldn't have, that he has mm-hmm. no business having expectations on himself. And, that, and, a, and as a first round pick. Mm-hmm. And now everybody yeah. fucking hates Montreal and Mark Bergevin. More Honestly. than they did before. <laughs> like, no reason we even like Bergevin. Like, like I, I didn't want to even like Bergevin because his moves, like, people were calling him stupid and it worked because they got to the finals. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this isn't his first thing with it. Like, the whole no. Chicago thing where he didn't know. We don't know if he didn't know, but he said he had didn't know about anything, which, right. you know, it, like the whole sexual assault scandal back in 2010 when he was a director of hockey operations, I'm pretty sure. Um, But, yeah, like, the Tony D'Angelo thing, which wasn't as bad. That's just him being very bad at defense and just promoting the conspiracy theories. The Trump thing doesn't matter. You can support whoever, I, don't, I think. But, like, the promoting conspiracy theories and then fighting your own goalie, like, that's a tough luck. One of the, yeah, one of the rules of hockey, you don't, you don't blame the goalie, okay? And then especially if you really suck at fucking defending, like, as, like, like Tony D'Angelo does. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> you saw Aho fucking throw his uh, jock strap right into the air in the, in the, in the bubble last year, okay? Um, and and the, the the Voinov thing, like it's not it's not the first time they they were interested in Voinov, like when he was trying to get back in the league after he um after his old debacle back in LA where with the domestic, domestic he was getting violence. he was getting sent home to Slovenia, uh, mm-hmm. Russia, I think. Oh, um yeah he's yeah. russian but uh yeah like sorry the habs were the team that were interested in him and yeah. but you hey give me give it a week jake Vertanen goes to the habs probably at this point dude <laughs> well well i don't know if you heard um about how jake Vertanen was bought out uh but only because of his hockey skill i think according to ian mcintyre Yep. <laughs> none, of, none of his legal issues. Just uh, I'm gonna see if I My can pull ass. that up. I, we we were this close to getting fucking Danton Heinen for him, dude. This close. We could have got Danton Heinen, dude. Even he's not a he's not he's not that good. But it's Danton Heinen, and he can do something. This guy had five points. It, so <laughs> now we're going on to Jake Vertanen because we got a bunch of Canucks guys on the pod. But like, okay, I'm going. Sorry, I went to the the Canucks Reddit page or not the Canucks Reddit, the hockey Reddit page. Top comment says, finally, the dumbest hockey player I've ever watched on the Canucks is gone. No, well, here's the thing. What you don't understand is that it's, quote, not the legal issues that are ending Jake Vertanen's time with the Canucks. It's hockey issues. Went backwards as a player, needs a chance somewhere else, said Ian McIntyre of Sportsnet. And I'm sorry, but that's not right. That's that's that's, cool. that's false. That That is wrong. That is, that is wrong. I, even if there's, I guess... The only thing I can see is like that whole case is pending. Like it hasn't, but like, you know, like, he, oh my God, that's a stupid way to, that's an absolutely brutal way to word that. I can't believe they would, they, they should have just blamed it. Like on a, there's a multitude of issues. We didn't need it. We don't think he should be part of the franchise. Like that, just that alone would have been much better. Honestly. Like he, he did not, they did, oh, it's brutal. I did not even know that. That's actually brutal. So, so bad. So, all together, to, to try and wrap a bow on all of this bullshit that we've seen. Be smarter. Do your research. Like, don't give people second chances who don't deserve second chances. There's no reason to be drafting Logan Mayu. Um, 
there, there's no reason to give Jake Vertanen a second chance. He passed on Elam. Good on Elam. It's not him. Do we also pass on like Nylander and? Yes. Serves, he, it? I I remember what's the scouting report from 2014. I I just remember. Before I think it was skating in 2014. Uh, let me pull this up. He was compared to. So what's this guy? Uh, the Canucks Army, June 2014. Jake Vertan and very close comparable is Kyle Beach. Oh Ewers yes, has, there we go. That that has that's a, a name I recognize. Seal. That's a. Because yeah. Kyle, Be- first round pick Kyle Beach really worked out well in the NHL as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. and that was that was in 2014. That was in like two years ago or something. That was 20. That was bef- June 18th. That was a week before he's getting drafted. Hell yeah! And you know, and and what did, what else did he say? He said Eagles has a higher ceiling, higher higher floor, less chance of busting, and most likely a far better career. And arguably, that guy is the best uh, winger on a Canadian team right now. Like it, it's he's brutal. So good. He's so he, good. He's so good at hockey, that guy. That guy is sick. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy those got or at least Jake's off a team. I don't I think it's Russia for him or Montreal. Um hot take. Yeah. That that, that seems to be where all the play all the players with you know yo okay with with with, with character issues and yeah, Suban character issues. Yeah. Like <laughs> Even though you know Subban <laughs> just fun. happens to be black, he's yeah donating millions issues. of dollars to fucking kids in Montreal. But the, the 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 fucking the character issues of I guess being in the best defenseman in the league at one point is the ugh, what a fucking brain dead. So so Sorry. speaking of character <laughs> issues, I hope Bergman gets fired or he moves on. He's gonna. Yeah, I think if I think move if, upstairs is probably he's probably gonna get a promotion <laughs> after drafting me. Uh, what's the chance? What's the chances Mayu D'Angelo third pairing and they keep Romanov on the bench? That sounds about right for this fucking team. That sounds about right. right. Keep Romanov on the bench. Yeah. Gustafson scored as many goals as Romanov did, and Romanov played three games. Hey, Romanov played good in that. Like, I don't know why they didn't play him more, but whatever. Played and all he- season. Played all season, and then he just they don't play him. I, I guess it worked. And like Gus can run the run the power play, bro. But like at the end of the day, like it should be it should not be Gustafson, Merrill, Kulak, Romanov was much better, and they played much better defensively, especially in in the Vegas series where Romanov like right off the bat laid out Petrangelo. He, he got the game. That was such a nice hit. They lost that game, but th- there was energy they had in that game. The, the, the goals that Vegas scored were just just good positioning on on their part. To be fair, so they, they were you know they were savable. They were they were luckier. So just again. Going back to what we were just any final thoughts on Mayu, the Habs, the Blackhawks pulling the, the really cool PR stunt at the very end. Yeah, the, that was nice too. That was perfect. Blackhawks right after that too. You know, just and they get you get oh yes, dude. Fuck them too. Um, any any final I I, I listen, fuck the Habs, fuck the Blackhawks. Patty Kane's good though. Uh, Patty Kane good. Is he is he <laughs> that one, uh, is Patrick Kane good? Um, yeah. Also, the league, I think, deserves some credit or some blame for all this that's gone on because Gary Bettman is just like, yeah, they're allowed to draft whoever they want. It's like, no, I get that, 
but like you should i think that the like, league should allow you to renounce your rights uh, like that th- i think after this they can't have the stupid all oh, like you can say it but like you're wrong you really if you're eligible you can get drafted yeah you're like, eligible and you say it already you, can, you can't you can't do it Just shut up dude yeah um so that that's kind of our i guess our thoughts on Montreal. Um, yeah. you want to head off into the transactions a bunch of the trades we can i want to i want to talk about the draft first quickly i don't know yeah. a whole lot about the draft um expansion or uh entry. entry draft so basically we're kind of working backwards here we're gonna go entry draft trades um okay. expansion draft uh my red wings got two first round picks they took simon edvinson sebastian costa dude those are weird picks um simon, those are really weird picks edvinson is a is a i think he's a, a weird i think he could be a wild card where like he can be he can be a really good shutdown guy Mm-hmm. Or you see him like, you know, I, I don't think he, I don't think he, I don't think he'll be disappointing. He'll be, I think he, he's like a lesser Owen power, like as his floor, whereas like he can, uh, he can be, he'll be a shutdown guy on a top six. Like he can be a top six player, like regardless. I just don't know if he can take it to the next step where he can be the top two or top four guy. Yeah. I um, think because his draft rankings were like, it went from like third to like 15th. It was all, I mean, all, it was all over the place this year. Cause I thought the Canucks were going to take him. Mind you, you know. Yeah, when we when we had the pick, we'll, yeah, we'll discuss I that. See. We'll discuss that. But, but I like, mean, I, I the other team. So I I thought I like the Owen Power pick number one, even though yeah, I know but, there's some people who, like um, Ricardo's who were saying he's like a third or fourth overall. Uh, yeah, but like you got to remember, I think that he he is probably the best player right now in the draft. You could say. Uh, probably, I would. I I also like the Matty Beniers pick with Seattle. Beniers is also like Beniers is a good pick for Seattle. I think he's going to be, be there for a long time. And I think yeah. he's going to be like, – he could play next – he could literally play next year. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I could totally see that happening. <laughs> could you imagine if Luke Hughes never got <laughs> picked by New Jersey? I think it's – That's they the thing, though, like, what kind of nepotism is that? Because, like, I, I had a lot done? of people – I had a lot of people wanting um, New Jersey to take Eklund because Eklund and Holtz were playing on the same team and they were yeah. killing it together. And, like, the line of Eklund, Hughes, and Holtz – would have been absolutely oh, I know. great grind. Um, that would be good, dude. I won't that lie. Would, that, well, not that they're great grind, but they're, sharks, it, would, it would have been good. Sharks stole him. Uh, yeah, I don't that's blame such other a good teams. pick for Sharks. I don't blame other teams because, like, Luke Hughes, you kind of have to. Columbus needs a center. Domi ain't working. Edmondson, they need a defenseman, okay? Mark Stoll ain't working. But the <laughs> or, thing is, for Edmondson, working, why would you not take Brian he had a good season last year with Stetcher, I guess. I um, Here's the thing. I think it's just another Swedish defenseman. Hey, Lidstrom worked. So that, that the Red Wings like, <laughs> just take another but, Swedish. But Brand Clark has such a higher ceiling. I, I listen. I don't know fuck all about this draft class. Right? <laughs> like, and then I, 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 I honestly, I have no idea what to expect. I, I have no idea. Like, for all we know, um, trying to think of like, like Cole Sillinger, who got drafted by Columbus, could be, could, could be like one of the best um, centers too. Like I like uh, Cole Sillinger. I like Johnson. Pretty good. The other, the other team I, I just want to mention quickly, I know Scott's not here, so I should take my time to shit on the ducks, but I actually didn't mind like the Mason McTavish, yeah. Olin Zellweger, yeah. silver tip pick. There's a Olin couple Zellweger's picks. good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wanted him for a second round pick. He's a so, second rounder arguably. So Scott's not here, so I'm not gonna shit like I should should be shitting on the Ducks, but like I can't. That that was a good draft for the. For the um, well. uh, one more thing was yeah. Ottawa. They took a uh, Tyler Boucher. That was the first wild one. I'd yeah. say there, everyone knew it was gonna be there. Wild ones coming. 
Um, but dude, that one was, that was uh, weird, man. That, was fucking weird. that one is a weird one. I just remember right when like you, you hear Dylan Gunther and all these guys again, compared to like, you know, like I think power was getting <laughs> compared to headman, right? Yeah, off headman. Dude. Everybody was oh, getting compared to headman. Um, like two guys, you, like, somebody else got compared to headman. Edmonton, Edmonton got compared to, I think it's just headman. the Swedish, you know, the connection. Um, yeah, but Boucher was getting compared to Josh Anderson. I'm mean, like, eh, eh, no disrespect to him. That guy is a fucking hardworking guy. That guy is a good hockey player. But you know, but you don't take Josh Anderson in the first. You don't. Round. You don't. Yeah, you don't take Josh Anderson first round. I, you, I, you, the, jo- Josh Anderson is the guy you wait for. Like he's not like yeah. the star of the team. He's like the glue guy that you can find. Yeah. Um, I, I, I believe there are much better players in the there second was, yeah. round even than Boucher, dude. I, like there are some guys that fell. Um, well, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Ottawa didn't take Wallstead. And speaking of uh, that, why I did Wallstead fall so much? Um, Murray, they do have goalie depth. It's just the fact that I don't know if it's good goalie depth. They have. I don't think it's good goalie lots, depth. They have lots of goalies. They they, they lost to Court, but they have Gustafsson, Hogberg, uh, one more too. I, I it's just and Murray. I, they I lost the court. They lost the court. I think yeah. yeah, they lost the court. But I think I feel like they had one more in the system. I completely forgot. But I think it might just be Hogberg and Gustafsson. But still. That's three right there. I guess if you you're waiting for the future, wait till Murray's Murray's contract done. He can come up, like uh, Wallstead or Costa could have came up, but that wasn't. Their and then like, why did why would why would uh, Detroit trade up to get the second projected goalie of the draft? Like, and I'm, and in my mind, I think Wallstead is a far better goalie than Costa. I like um, Costa, but I, I've been like Wallstead plays like he created incredible. He played for a fucking men's league team in the SHL. Yeah, he, did, well. he, he men's, put up a 908 or 909 like it had like an 18 a, year old and cost was putting up like the good numbers in the whl but like the the world juniors wall set thrown his head i i just thought that he would go i thought he was gonna go top 10 to yeah be i i, I believe he could have been the like highest pick. that was a steal by the wild a steal and then also you know true to ken holland towards like we don't need a fucking goalie We'll find we'll find it. We'll find Mike. Mike can keep going. He can Mike keep Smith going. is a great goal team. We'll keep Mike. Going Mike Smith, thirty nine year old, gets a multi year contract. That's yeah. such a, what an idiot. Yeah. Well, uh, we don't need we world. don't need we don't need Wallstat. We got Mike Smith. Like, come on, what are we doing here? Um, I, uh, the Edmonton Oilers have no right to complain about their goalie problem. <laughs> uh, maybe take... the fans do, but the team does not. The fans, I'd I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'd be pissed. I'd be so mad too. Uh, yeah. uh any any other we're, we're I, I got one of my buddies coming on later on this week to actually do a deep dive into the draft but any other thoughts on the on the draft or first round picks that you um, that you liked uh, or, or, or maybe something you didn't like either let me get, let me see there's like some guys that really didn't i thought columbus that. i thought columbus and nashville are, were kind columbus. of my, columbus and nashville were kind of my two teams that i really like uh because i like the cylinder pick i like the kent johnson like pick too. uh Svechkov, Svechkov for nashville and zachary larue who they were comparing to Marshawn. It's just the pest who he's got <laughs> attitude problems, who is just a pain in the ass. And can he control his attitude problems? And again, he's somebody, a later first round pick, but still somebody yeah. who, if you, you know, could have an impact. Could um, have impact. And it's just going to be like, that's the guy that, you know, you, the cliche of like, you rather have on your, you like playing with instead of playing against. Like that. Yeah. It's like a bro type um, player. Yeah. Yeah. So. I get- that's why I like Nashville and Columbus, I guess, for the for the draft. But yeah, I think Columbus definitely won that first round. Getting Coolman's that late too. I think he could have been a guy who went higher. 
Yeah, Kuhlman is a good. There's pick. a lots of guys that you know, like Rosen, Kuhlman uh, and Lambos. Buff- Lambos, right? I thought was going to go higher. Lambos, yeah, I don't know. I think those type of defensemen, like the way he plays, have gone like lower and lower in recent years. Yeah, I, think, I, I don't compare him to a uh, Gubranson, but he plays more like one than he would. I would say like a dolly or something, right? Like, so like those type of defense have been falling slightly, but I think he can be good too. He, he is a good hockey player. Um, there's some picks like, uh, like uh, Isaac Rosen. I don't know. Uh, Isaac Isaac, uh, 14th by Buffalo. That's oh, another guy who, center? sorry, he's a center. No, he's a, he's a winger. I'm pretty sure. Um, but that's a pick where like Buffalo is just, you know, you, you're just taking one, like for, you're just taking one. Cause you got power. You got your guy. So you're just like, what if we can get something else? You get this. This this draft is really gonna show. Like, you're either gonna have. I hope it, it turns out to where it's like a bunch of teams just get fucked by this draft, or you just you get like seventh round guys just <laughs> becoming first sliders. And like, this is gonna be that draft. And I also believe there's gonna be lots of players gonna like getting just pro contracts, pro uh, tryouts, and everything because there's there's a lot of guys that like could be there because like there's so many guys just haven't played like ohl guys mm-hmm. that's fair yeah yeah uh, there's, there's, gonna... yeah there's some good picks though I, I think there's a lot of good picks in the draft all right uh that's draft talk again we'll do another deep dive on the draft later on this week uh let's talk about trades because holy fucking shit there were a lot of trades <laughs> this past week um i'm gonna we'll go we'll do some more kind of deep dives on some but i'll I'll go through some of these let's just go i think we should go like through all of them but let's dig deeper dives on like the big ones yeah so i'm going i'm at t i'm or rab are you on tsn trade tracker do you want me to go uh i was pulling it up right now all right you pull it up on tsn i'll start from i think it was the the first one start start from the left start from the latest and we'll go all the way down like we'll start from reinhardt and then we'll go all the way down yeah, Reinhardt. Uh, I'll I'll take it to like a decent point. So Reinhardt for Levi in a first. Uh, that's I think pretty good for Reinhardt, not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good. Panthers didn't give up much because Levi. I'm pretty sure he was a late, really late pick, wasn't he? Like sixth, seventh round. Uh, something yeah, like he was, that. He he. Yeah. The only reason he's like highly rated is because he played really good in the oh, world. Like world yeah, I, I, that's good. That because the. You know, Panthers don't really need a goalie now. Uh, they lost Drieger. I think they still have Montemore yeah, contract. They still have, and they got they the still yeah, they got yeah. Knight and Bob, so like you, you, they're good for a good while. And for uh, realistically, Knight should be their backup goalie next year. I think Knight should be their starter next Knight year. Will, Knight will call, I'm guessing Knight will be this. Knight will be the starter, and then they'll have to suffer through Bobrovsky's contract until it's like reasonable uh, to like either buy it out or get rid out. of it somehow. Uh, what was I gonna say? I think Bob starts, and then they'll put in Knight, and they'll realize Knight's better. If, if it were, hopefully works out like that because he's a good player. The other um, thing I want to mention with this trade is that I like Buffalo's goalie prospects in the future where they got uh, Levi and Uko Pekka Lukanen, uh, who's like a 22 year old who, like, I don't, again, yeah. you can never have too many goalie prospects. Ask Ottawa, like, as long as you have goalies in the system, you know, it's Toronto, kind of like Toronto it's got, that too because they picked the. They picked the same. They picked a goalie like in the sixth round from the like. I'm pretty sure he's the, like the same team that they picked another goalie from another year. So like, mm. they're, I think it's uh, Kazan uh, in the KHL. They picked like the same. I guess they're just like they really uh, they uh, like that team's uh, process. So they've just been picking their goalies. I forgot. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say it's like quarterbacks in football. Like you want to, you know, you want to maybe get a pros a goalie prospect every two or three years yeah. just to yeah. keep them in the system and develop it. It might they might not be anything, but at least you have them and. At least there's a chance of like landing that yeah. Vasilevsky. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think what the thing, yeah, we go back to draft. I think like Wallace that Kosa could be like that that guy, you know. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's fair. I think that's totally fair. Um yeah, I think I think both sides that's a good trade. I, I but he was gone. I think a lot of people said Reinhardt could get more. You gotta remember, like he he's probably is he an RFA at the end of the next year? I don't he's an RFA right now. Reinhardt's an RFA right now. But the other thing that's interesting is that Devin Levi doesn't have a contract right now either. Buffalo took Levi, oh, or yeah. uh, Florida took Levi, but they don't Florida actually have him signed. I think, so, I think oh, they, they have another the year right of rights. Yeah, they, they gave it until they traded. They, they each traded each other's rights. Yeah, um, I think getting a first for him is good. You got to remember, yeah. like, yeah. I, I know people say, like, you know, if you're not going to get enough for the guy, like, for his value, you shouldn't trade him, but... In some cases where it's like an obvious, like, you know, it's not going to work out. I think it's a good, a good idea. Yeah. Um, Voracek, Atkinson, one for one swap, Flyers and Jackets. I thought that was a weird deal for the Flyers. Yeah. I, I, it, thought, it, I thought it was weird. But I, I don't know. I think Columbus got the best player in the deal. I think Columbus, you can put them on a line. I don't know if you're going to have Domi. Like, uh, do a line A Roslovic uh, Voracek line, I think, and you can just set in and forget it, I think, if you're the Blue Jackets. I think it makes sense for them. It's uh, less term, but more money. I, I, I like it. I think, yeah. I think, yeah. I think um, Blue Jackets got the better player, but also the worst contract. Yeah. yeah. I, I still think Voracek got some in him, though. That guy, that guy's always yeah, just he's been got a, couple, good, one or two he's a good playmaker, man. That guy, that guy is a good, good player. He's going to be pretty motivated. I think after being traded from Philadelphia and just how things ended in Philly, I'm sure. he's. Yeah, gonna and even his like response to leaving, like he's like, yeah, we, I had like a good and bad relationship with the fans. Like I loved when they would just tell me to shoot like 40 yeah. times a game. <laughs> so and, uh, Voracek, he loved it. I think you, you love the Philly fans because they're passionate, but like, I guess the way it worked out for him there, you know, uh, he didn't really get the true, like if he made it to like, if he won the cup with them, then he could, I guess you could see like how much they cared, but yeah. Um, yeah. That's a weird one. I think flyers win it overall, but blue jackets got the much better, not much better player, but the better play right now. Um, next one, I'm just going to go through this one quick. Cause it's just it, uh, Braden Burke, Steenbergen for uh, to coyotes for Holtz and Earl junior legend. I was going to say, I like, I like Steenbergen. <laughs> I thought he was going to be an NHL play. He might yeah. in LA, but I thought Steenbergen. Was I, I think he can be a good, like a uh, bottom guy. He's a good yep. guy. He can score. Yeah. Um, got traded for Boko Imama. I just like him because uh, Brandon Manning uh, got his ass kicked by him because he's racist towards him. So he's a good player. I like him. <laughs> Never heard of him. Uh, yeah. I just remember Brandon Manning got traded to the Oilers. The, the the guy who injured McDavid in his rookie season gets yeah. traded to the Oilers oh, right. for, for Drake Kajula, I'm pretty sure. And Drake Kajula is like a good friend of McDavid. Just made no sense. And then they put Manning in the minors, and then he was just racist and got his ass kicked by the guy he was racist to. So it worked out perfect. Um, Jackets get Bean for a second again. <laughs> I'm going to loaded on like prospects. They're good. Uh, I'm giving the I'm giving the Seattle crack and shit here. You just pick. Why did they not pick? Why did they not take it? That's a second rounder. Like they didn't do the Vegas thing where you get you guys. Get I think you you guys are sleeping on Morgan. <laughs> like Morgan. I like Morgan. Geeky. No, I hey. like Morgan Geeky a lot. I <laughs> yes. just I think Jake Bean's all like gonna be better. I think you could. There's there. Um, how do I put this? There's there's better asset management at play. Yes, that, that that's what exactly what I was trying to say. And Rav just stole it from me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I think nope, that's yeah. Bad. Yeah, Vegas definitely had better asset management off the, off rip than this team did. But I think Seattle. Oh, yeah. Seattle still can get it. Um, there, there's now, a world. There's a. I was gonna say. There's a world. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but there's a world where Columbus is like a dark horse wild card. I'm not trying to be key for anything, 
<laughs> world in which like Columbus is like a dark uh, horse wild card team. Next year. I do feel bad for Columbus fans because you lose so many guys. Like yeah, you lose like the best winger. Like you lose Panarin. You lose Bob. Like these guys at one point, even Panarin right now, he arguably is the best left winger. And then you lose at one of the best goalies, if not the best, at one point too. Like you, you lose like in their prime. You know these guys could be such like vital pieces, but. I think it's 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 just because it's Columbus. Like you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So um, I yeah I I think that's fair. I, I, it's right because right now it's just the place where people develop and they leave. So I mean yeah. it is brutal, but yeah I guess I I hope they get good because there's a lot of fans that that support that team. Uh, Jones first and a sixth, uh, the thirty second or that wasn't thirty second. That was the what was it? Which one was it? What pick was it? It was one of the top fifteen. Uh, for Boquist, uh, 32nd – no, it was the 32nd pick. Number 11. So, Chicago got the 32nd pick, Jones, and a sixth next year. For Boquist, a top 15 pick this year. forgot who it was. Second round. 12 because year. Arizona had the four. Yeah, because that's who they picked Cole Sillinger with. Yeah. That's who we picked Sillinger. Okay. Yes. So, they got uh, the first rounder, second round this year, and then the first round of next year. And then they locked up Jones eight years, that's 9.5. They're they're gonna contract. they're gonna hate that contract. Like that is oh, no yeah. one, no defenseman getting a contract at this age that long that much term has ever worked out. Can it's I ju- can I just say, Kale McCarr like the day after got the nine million yeah. like, that's for, just, six, for six years. That's and, just the RFA thing though, you know. Like no, was, I I I get that, but like nine times out of ten, I would do the McCarr. Like that is such a better deal, and you're getting. I mean. I don't know. Maybe McCarr will fall out. You know, like I, I would give, last. dude. I would give McCarr like ten mil for yeah. six years. I, I, I he deserves pocket, it. He's worth it. Yeah, like, I, like you Jones, can even, yeah, like Jones. You're paying Jones because of a name. Yeah, like you, you I, know I, Seth Jones. You recognize the name. He hasn't done anything over the last two, three years to really get that. Yeah, he he has the name. I I I don't believe the analytics do him justice because they really rip on him. But I think yeah. he is better than the analytics say. I except last year though. Last year was just a like a horrible season. It wasn't even like bad. It was horrible. Um, it was bad. Yeah, so, it, it was a really bad season. I I I hope, dude. He said. I think it's a thing where I've heard multiple people say like the 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 main guys there, like Kane's Taves. They still want to run it back, but like you know, signing guys to long term deals just to run it back for a few more few more years, then you're you're stuck with that, like in the middle of a rebuild, most likely, unless they unless they do like a, the Detroit thing where they keep it going, they can make the playoffs, but I don't know. No, the problem so so here's the thing then. Why sign that deal? Like if Joe like again, speaking of asset management, why would you sign that deal? If Jones has not been performing that well and you think you can get Jones for less, sign him for less. Don't feel like you have to sign him for nine and a half because you, you know, you think that's what he can be. He hasn't shown that. Yeah. Pay him for what you've seen. But no, I, that's 100%. You're correct. It it just doesn't make sense to sign a guy that long who hasn't performed that good analytically. I think analytically, Bokvist was playing. Far better. Uh, than yeah, Bokus runs the runs the offense much better than he does. I think and he's so much younger, and he I think he has like as big as a ceiling as Jones uh, does. I, I was I, I was I gonna agree. say two, two million of that salary from Seth is going to Caleb. That that's that's, that's <laughs> probably what bro. that is. Uh, and also, he still has like it's nine years. That's he got he, got he got the contract. He got the con- That's at that start of next season. 
So, he, so you know, 2030, 2030, like that's how that works, right? Yeah. So he'll be here 2030, we 36. You'll be, you know, you don't, you don't want to give any 35 year old, like you really, I don't think there's any defenseman in the league who's 36 at any point in their career and deserved 9.5 million. No. Right. Like, yeah, I know it's I know. a thing where like, you're just long-term, like they deserve, because they're going to be so good for your prime. You just want to like have them for long-term and they deserve, they deserve the money. It's kind of like a sending off gift, but like, that's if you're in a good position where I don't believe Chicago's in that good position yet, where they, they have all the players ready. They have good players. They got dog to bring it. And then they got Kane and taste that the decor. Was it just him? Would that, is that just him? I guess that's just him. I've just cut out there. Um, I guess Rav will be back. Rav has just um, stopped right in the middle. Yeah, but uh, well. Oh, totally. there he is. Rav's back. back. Um, uh, what was I saying? Uh, I said both. Why would, was... you, why would you pay a 36-year-old $9.5 million? Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to me why you'd pay someone that old that much money, right? Like, I know it's a thing where it's like you're sending them off, like, like it's a sending off gift at the end of your contract because you played well for us throughout the contract, hopefully. But it, it rarely works out that way. He, you know? He's like, not. A, he's not. A, he's not. He's not a nine million dollar player. Yeah. No. He, he's a, right now. He's like a five four. Got four five playing like it. Even like he's not even playing like it. But I think he he, he realistically he should have got like seven. Like just for the name, he would have got seven. I probably um, would have been. I I would have cringed a little bit if I had to give him seven. But right nine like, nine is just like. Yeah, no, that's you. You could have avoided that. It would have been the first nine and a half. Were, nine and a half. You could have avoided. Yeah, let's that. say they're five hundred k away, like from being the only team like with three ten ten million. Yeah, because Toronto's the other one. Toronto's the other one. Yep, and 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 I I'm no offense. I would rather have Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and John Tavares than uh, Kane, Taves, and Seth uh, yeah. yeah, I guess I'd still argue even Kane's probably like. Kane is better than all three of those Toronto guys, but I think Taves now and Jones, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I still, yeah, I, Columbus Jack, win. Columbus wins that trade. Columbus wins that easy. Oh, two yeah. first rounders, yeah. and like, out of a guy who's not even gonna play, he wasn't even gonna stand aside there next year. Like that's that's amazing. Blue Jackets, Yarmo Kekalainen and killed it this year. I, I, he deserves it. Also, shout out to John Davidson, former Rangers president, who was back with the Blue Jackets this year. He was even interviewing with Emily Kaplan during a draft on Friday, and he just looked like up, you know, an upbeat guy. He was happy to you know continue doing what he was doing. It's nice to see John Davidson smiling. So yeah. Um, onto the Canucks one. Uh, oh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna unload here the OEL. We're gonna yeah. so actually Oliver, say, yeah. Say what say what the whole uh, uh the trade is. is Oliver Ekman Larson defenseman Connor Garland the forward for Antoine Roussel Jay Beagle Louis Erickson uh the ninth overall pick this year the sec a second rounder next year and a seventh round pick in 2023. So I, I'm gonna say so here's the thing. As a non-Canucks fan, let me just speak my piece first, okay? I think yeah. you can look at this trade in about three regards, okay? So, depending on what you sign Garland for, because Garland's an RFA, right? You're essentially giving yeah, I, the, you're you're essentially giving the first round pick for Garland. Yeah. You're then sending the rest of your ship contracts to Arizona. For Beagle, Erickson, uh, Beagle, Erickson, Roussel, the shit players, for OEL, okay? 
if you just looked at trades, you'd think Arizona's the expansion team. Yeah, pretty much. You would just think that they're like the new kids on the block. And then because Arizona is retaining 12% on OEL, that's why you throw in the second and the, and the seventh, I believe, is how, is how to look at that. Which, I mean, basically, it's actually a really smart play by Benning in a way. Because he's basically just pushed the you know inevitable financial issues with the team further down the line, you know, so that he doesn't have to deal with the consequences this year. So he can push it down the line, which is smart because he won't be around to deal with those consequences when they come <laughs> around in like five years because he won't be the GM. So like it's uh, kind of a smart. It's kind of a. a, a hey, he got the three years, the, the, just the three combined years of three one-year contracts left, and gave made it six. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. You, yeah. You, like, that's Benning fucking magic at its Benning. finest. Okay, why would you trade like players that you know? That, yeah, they might be four planners for us, and they have bad contracts. They all expire next summer. Yeah, that's. I think and, most Canucks fans thought like this year we're just gonna milk those shits out, and then next year we got all this cap space. We were like, I was thinking more so like this year they signed Pedersen Hughes to like these short terms, and then once the the cap space is open, deals. we'll get them. Yeah, it's, it's still going to probably be that. We got, like, realistically, after we sign Garland, we'll, we'll have, like, 13, 14, I think, like, realistically. And I don't know how we're going to get – I guess we signed to PD, seven, seven. PD and Quinn should be both making 7 to $9 million each. I was going to yeah. say, if I'm Steve Eiserman, because Benning has said we're going to offer sheet – like we're gonna or we're gonna match any offer sheet if it comes for Petey and Hughes, right? Yeah. If I'm Steve Eisman, and it's probably a good thing I'm not, but if I'm Steve Eisman, I'm saying, fuck it. Here's seven but here's seven and a half over seven years for both Petey and Hughes. These are our <laughs> offer sheets. Yeah, I don't think you take guys have or, enough picks for that. <laughs> you take, guys don't have enough picks for that. <laughs> take it know. or leave it. Um <laughs> can I also throw out some other stats for you guys? Uh, is this some uh, Ekman Larson stats or some Connor Garland stats? These are some numbers, some financial numbers. So right now, according to Cap Friendly, combined between OEL Schmidt and Tyler Myers, the Canucks are it. spending nine point two one million in a cap hit for those three players. Schmidt's gonna move out because Schmidt's apparently not happy. The one year was just an absolute catastrophe, apparently. So he's gonna yeah. get moved out for penny pennies on the dollars because that's how this works. He got moved, he got traded for a third round pick last year from Vegas, so he's going to get traded for less than that. Is my prediction? Yeah, hundred percent. He's getting like, oh, dude. Yeah, I, th- I remember last year where I, I even just thought it was a good thing because, but it just like I thought it was like dude, we didn't pay much for him. A third's not like a player of his caliber, like at the time, like because he was good. And I don't blame him this year for not being good. We just sucked mm-hmm. and like everything went downhill. But yeah, I don't blame him for wanting to leave. I would leave too if I was in a situation like he, he's a good player. He, did, he doesn't the team was not the right fit. It wasn't yeah, it's not his fault. It just didn't and like, yeah, I get that. But like, they're gonna go away and get a fourth for that guy. Yeah, we're so, gonna, yeah, we're gonna get a fourth for him. If not, we might have to even like, we might have to dump this guy. Like, pay pay someone to take him. If he's not that bad, I don't think because he's still a good hockey player. So, speaking of good hockey players, uh, between OEL Schmidt and Myers, the Canucks are taking up twenty three percent. 23.6% of the cap to those three players, OEL, Schmidt, and Myers. Little less than a quarter of the cap goes to those three players. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, Myers I wonder what was their, point, their point, like, percentages, probably, like, 10%. So they're taking up massive cap space. 
Yeah, Myers. Yeah. Myers. It's bad when Myers is getting six bill and he's not that good. But he was arguably like the best defenseman we had last year. Like, def- like to play defense. So you know that just shows how bad the team was last year. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I hope it works out. Keith has been saying this is why are you guys overreacting. And I even I overreacted. I think like a bit too much. But like I hate this trade. Yeah. We gave up. Uh, we gave it. So if you think about it, people. See, I don't know why people are so high on this trade because. I think it just brings like, no, like he brings like, Oh, he can play with Quinn. Like, okay. Two left shots yeah. on, on both on that line. Oh, yeah. he doesn't play defense. That's the one thing we, that's why Tanev played so good with Hughes. Yeah. Tanev purely defense one. and I, Hughes could go up and do stuff. I, I, I can't told, do that with him. I told SYP creator Scott that a, uh, a Hughes OEL defensive pairing might be the worst defensive, defensive pairing game. in the history of the NHL. Like that, that might be would... a pairing so bad, like defensively, that might be a pairing so bad. I want to see it happen. I, I don't even know if like Ekman Larson is even that good at driving offense anymore. Like I, I don't No, I don't he hasn't. Know. Yeah, yeah. I just don't even know if he's good at that. Where like uh, Quinn is like like elite, like top of the line at doing that, but you know, even his defensive game, like it got better towards the end of last season, I think. But like, it's still, it's not good. It wasn't good, and I don't blame him. He just this, like this twenty-one year, twenty-one year old guy, just getting all this fucking, all this pressure on him because he has to be our main guy because our team sucks. You yeah. know, and, yeah, I don't blame him for that because like, like, he is, he is like, and that's the thing that like, like our top players are all under twenty-four with the exception yeah. of Bo Horvat, right? Yeah, like Hog. <laughs> Pudcoles and PD Quinn, Bess, and we have Bo, who's like a couple years older, and they're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, let's go, for, let's go win the cup now." Demko uh, I, is young. If we waited three years, so we didn't give away our draft picks, and we drafted Genther, we waited three years, four years, uh, we would yeah. have to be a contender for the Stanley Cup. Now we're going to be mid mid tier for the next fucking eight years, not being able to win because we don't have cap space to afford any guys we want. Yeah, I guess that also just matters on the learning curve of the prospects that we could have had mainly Genther. Like, we don't know if he's going to – like, he could be a bust or he could just – he might be a late bloomer. We don't know. But if – I guess it looks bad on us if this guy next year is playing and he's putting up 50 points or like 40 points. Dude. I mean, he's, he's, a, up, he's a, he's a two-point-per-player game in the WHL. Yeah, WHL is WHL. It, it, like, it's so like you can't take that like you gotta take that with a grain of salt, but still like if he could be like a 30 point guy right off the bat, 30, 40 point guy, that's a it's a bad look. Even if Garland puts up 50, because that's yeah, I do like I do like Garland. Garland is such like a good Garland. player. I'm I, he's arguably like the second best player this year, last year behind Chikrin, maybe Keller. So I wanted to go into that. So Garland would be on the second forward pair, I'm guessing, with Bo It'll and probably drop. Well, that's the thing. Who do you do you play? Pearson up there, and you wouldn't. Pearson, I was gonna say, I said, I had Hoglander, I had Hoglander, Hog, Hog was 100% Hoglander, 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 Bo, and then Garland on the right, and then up front, yeah. you have PD, I mean, JT, bottom 649. Yeah, and then third um, line, you have Pearson, Dickinson, and Pod. It's that's yeah. not a horrible. I don't mind that either. I, it's good. I, I'm, 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 I'm okay with Dickinson. Um, you know, like, I think our our main reason last year, like the offense wasn't clicking off the start, and then just the defense was boot all year. It's just the defense. Like I pray that Ekman Larson is good next year. I hope. I hope it. He said, "What did he say?" He also. I have. I have it written right here. 
Uh, Canuck Ekman-Larsen candidly admits he needs to refill his competitive tank. <laughs> the first comment is at least he's being honest. <laughs> like, I, I well, I was if gonna he say plays I, good, then thank God. I, I was gonna yeah, say, I, a thing where I know, like most of the time, it's like change of scenery this late in the career with that contract never works. It is a thing where, like, if he gets, I hope he gets a mini rebound off the bat. Like, I feel like that mini rebound is gonna last for the. It's not gonna last. I know it's a thing where, like, you know, because we got Daniel Hendrick back on back on the team now, like helping, and he's Ekman Larson and them are really good friends, so it worked out that way. I guess that's also a thing where the Sidines were probably driving it, but I, I just hope it works out because that Ekman Larson in his prime is a good hockey player, like a top line defenseman, but I haven't seen that in, in a few years. And just because you know, for the Coyotes fans who are listening to this show, um. I'm uh, I, I'm actually I'm I'm happy with the like I'm glad the yeah. Coyotes so basically the Coyotes are doing what I was saying that the Sabres should do and basically just take every shitty contract for draft picks and then just rebuild that way that's what I thought the Sabres are doing and then Arizona's like no we're gonna do it instead so I mean yeah Arizona's, we'll about Arizona Arizona um, has no chance of winning the Cup next year so they take on all no. these shitty contracts they all expire well, I'm not gonna resign them. Um, I'm gonna go through a few of the Coyotes picks, like their draft or the trades. They got Lad for two seconds and a third yeah. for nothing, but like that's good. You got all these picks and you have the space. One thing I don't get Philly is like, you know, you 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 get you give up Goss to spare for a second and seventh, and, and you don't get anything returned, and then you you do the well. I guess I should just move on to that trade, the wrist line and trade. Yeah, let's right? do the let's do the wrist line and trade. Uh, yeah. The wrist line in for Hag first and a second. Hag isn't. Hag's a seventh defenseman. He's been a replace. He's been a replacement level defenseman for a few years. Yeah, he's now. a he's a seventh defenseman, arguably if not like a low end sixth. Um, but for that, a first and a second for wrist line and <laughs> they got assets for wrist line. I I, I said, and this was like one of the earlier trades in the day. But I said like. And not to be hyper hyperbolic, but is that not one of the worst trades? Is giving up assets to go acquire Rasmus Ristolainen? Yeah, <laughs> Ristolainen is not worth that. Ristolainen isn't even Such worth a bad a, trade. Like Ristolainen, I I'd argue he's worth a third because you you, you know it's still Ristolainen. It's a high pick, and he, he's he's shown sparks that he could be good, but like. I think he's just worth a third, and you can, I guess, fucking throw Hag in there while you're at it. I guess they got a defenseman back, but like, he's not worth a first and a second. I don't know what. Oh, that's that's a wild one. And you know, you give up Goss to spare, who, like, okay, the guy's not that good defensively, even, but like, Ristolainen isn't either. Like, Goss to spare is arguably like the same level as Ristolainen offense defensively, and Goss to spare runs offense much better than Ristolainen ever did. It's true. And I know it's like a thing where probably Goss bear like it was probably a locker room thing. It may, it may have been something like that because to get no return on him, I guess it's also the contract too. And I guess no one also wanted to take him. So I don't know. Hopefully he turns around in Phoenix or in yeah in Phoenix because he is. Yeah, a good well, te- well, technically, Rob, they play in Glendale. Arizona. Oh my gosh, shut up! They, they don't actually play in Phoenix. No, I, I no, I think Goss bear will be fine in in Arizona. I, I think it'll yeah. work for for. For the most part. Um, yeah, I guess we can talk about the first Kraken trade after the expansion draft. The only Kraken trade. Uh, Tyler Pitt. Yeah, Pitlick for a fourth. Like I said, there's the asset management. I think if Ron was trying it out for a why bit there. Also, why, right? <laughs> why, are, why did they take 
that player from Philly that they did. Yeah, I, um, uh, uh, Jimmy McCorinsky. I have no idea who J- I have Carson no Twerinsky. They took him instead of taking like again. There's like guys you take and you can asset manage when you get picks, like they did with Pitlick, but they didn't do it with like Bean. Bean's a second. Why not That's take JVR? Have him play a fucking great season. I guess it's a thing where I'm assuming. Seattle's trying to get some big guys like in the next year or two because there's no reason they were. Yeah, they, I I don't. Like that's what I'm assuming. I heard right? they had interest in Dougie, but they have a they have a great defense core. Why would they take another defenseman? Yeah, it is weird. I guess. Um, again, they, maybe they were. All, they were also make... in on Landis Gog. Hmm. I don't know how far that's going, but they were in. They had interest in Landis. I uh, I didn't listen to your last podcast, but dude, I, I don't get how you don't take Tarasenko. I'm sorry. Uh, that guy is such a that guy's a perennial 35 goal scorer. I know he has. I think he was. Injuries. I think he was. I I think he can like still be a 30 goal guy, 60 point guy, like at the minimum, dude. Like it, he's always played in St. Louis, which is a primarily defensive. Like it's a defensive team. Like he was. The guy who was running the show up until like they won the cup, until all the, you know, until shit all the hit the fan did. after they won the cup. Then yeah, they, 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 I don't they, think shit they... even hit the fan. Oh, I guess it did, but like, I mean, it doesn't matter when you win a cup. I think if, if the shit hits fan after you win a cup, it's it shit. Well, hits no, fan. The, well, no, they're turning into like the Philadelphia Eagles now. Like that's what the Blues <laughs> are. Is that they're just gonna like you know just slowly <laughs> but surely like they're just going to like fall down into just gliding downwards. Yeah, they're just sliding um, down right now. And you know, the people that they're committed to right now, Biddington is like the Carson Wentz. Like that's <laughs> what, that's essentially what's happening with the blues. Biddington is the biggest hothead in the fucking NHL. Oh, you guys are fucking menace actually like a menace to society. Um so, yeah that and and I mean I don't know. I I I really have no idea yeah also i have no we'll talk about the kraken expansion draft a little bit but tyler pitlick just feels like a calgary flames player like a (laughs) a bottom a bottom six like he he plays all the tough minutes like that that just seems like (laughs) no he doesn't ram ram heavy like that just seems like a a flames it's the shit that you say to like bad defensemen who play lots of minutes and you have to say something good about them it's actually there's actually no like redeeming quality about him it's just like you just say all these like buzzwords about the player and that's why we took him and it's just like okay but like what actually is he gonna do it's like uh, uh, he he's just a grinder, man. He just grinds all six oh, minutes. It's fuck. like, okay, but well, what is he gonna do? Like, what is his? He grinds. Role? He grinds. He grinds. Yeah. Okay, but like, what's his? Like, that's what I feel like Tyler Pitlick is with the Flames. So at least you get a force for that. But. Um. Oh, I'll go. I'll, I'll go through the good ones now. Um. Uh, Buchnevich. Buchnevich for Blaze in a second. I guess it's a thing where the Rangers needed cap space for Goudreau and they can't sign. <laughs> yeah, you trade uh, Buchnevich, so you, so you trade Buch- like the fucking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Buchnevich was like I'm pretty sure leading their team in points until like Dude, he was playing so good. Yeah, it, it just he was he was uh good at a I think he was good at, he's a good back checker too this year. He played he really turned up a notch this year. He's up to near a point per game ish, if not at that level this year, then he had forty eight points in fifty four games. Like I know he's playing a long he's playing a long Panarin, obviously, but like to get like like Strom, I think he's all over the place this year. A lot, there's a lot of line changes towards then. Kako was up there, and it, but like you know, there it was a I don't know. I you got I you shouldn't be giving Goodrow that. He shouldn't be giving Goodrow that. Goodrow got 20 points in 55 games, and you're yeah. taking Goodrow over 
Who Venet? You, you arguably you probably have to give Booch like you might give him six seven. He deserves six. I think he deserves five. He he'll he'll his market value is probably six. Like I think six ish. Like you you would get. Um, but, yeah. Like, so I mean, you know, it's two mil more than Goodrow, and you're getting like. You're getting a good player. I, I, no, listen, I think the Blues won this trade, but this all like I just compared the Blues to the Eagles like a few seconds ago. This does feel like the hey, let's have a kid to save the marriage type thing, and it's just like I I listen. I get where you're coming from. I hope it works out, but I I'm I am still skeptical that this is gonna be good for St. Louis. I yeah, mean, I don't know. I it might like just ruin Buchnevich's like progress, but I I yeah. hope it doesn't because the guy's good. Well, do you think uh, if Tarasenko stays, they plan a line together? Yeah, you would think when O'Reilly, you throw yeah, uh, O'Reilly, Tarasenko, Buchnevich. You would think that would be the move, or they could split up the talent too. I think it probably would be Tarasenko number one line. I or I think it's second to start. If he he turns it up, he'll be on the first. If not, yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, what else we got here? We got Ned for Bernie in the third. Oh my god, dude, what a fuck! Stevie Steve so, Goat. So, Steve is a goat. That so, is so, such a finesse. So listen, I said about that. I, I said about Nadelkovich played for the U.S. Junior team like a few years ago. Like he's been a bit slow in his development. Like he really came. Along. Wait, what? He's Nadelkovich, Canadian. No, he played for U.S. No, he's Canadian. He's not Canadian. I'm I'm so positive because because I remember him playing underneath. Uh, I think it was Zach Bucali or someone. No, Alex Nadelkovich is an American professional ice hockey player. Oh, that's embarrassing. Do your research, Cal. No, 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 no. I I remember Nadelkovich played for Team USA at the yeah. He won a he he won the bronze and he won the gold at the under eighteen. He's twenty four. Yeah, and and I and I knew like I I I remember watching him at the juniors like a few years ago. Like this guy's gonna be good. It's gonna take some time. Just given the right situation, I think yeah, it worked out perfectly for him. It was a slower process. He really came along this season with Carolina. Like what you yeah. can see when like Mirazik and Reimer. Rookie of the year, top three voting, dude. The guy was good. Yeah. That was great. And, that guy was good. And um, he, yeah. he, he basically Carolina would be a uh, probably a finals team if not for having to go through Tampa Bay. Like that was like the one. Oh, yeah. They, 100%. They, 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 easy. Easy. And, and, and a lot of that was because of Nadelkovich being that rock and net. So I am thrilled to see him go to Detroit. But I also do want to say, um, Thank you very much, Jonathan Bernier, for being like <laughs> yeah. for being like an above nine hundred save percentage goalie. In he did play pretty good. He was like nine five, like seasons. he was near nine ten, like some like for, yeah. like playing behind Mark Stahl, like that that takes like skill. And, <laughs> and and Danny DeKaiser, and he had no playing behind Mark Stahl and Danny DeKaiser, and he had no business whatsoever, like doing playing as good. well as he did with the Red Wings, and he, I mean. He has to go to Carolina, so they're gonna probably reunite the Bernier Reimer line. So they. I heard Reimer wants to leave. Maybe go back to Toronto. Maybe Reimer oh. wants to go to Toronto and. I don't think he can do that. He shouldn't do that just for his own mental health. I don't think he doesn't deserve that. <laughs> that, that, that man is too nice. He does not deserve that shit, dude. <laughs> um. So, so no, I think that's a great trade. Yeah, uh, for Steve Detroit. Oh, it, easy. It, it, great it, trade. It's a really underwhelming return for Carolina. I think Bernier's fine. But yeah. it's still an underwhelming return considering how young Nadelkovich is, how talented he is. How well he played. How well he in played the fucking the playoffs. Year. Yeah. What are you thinking, man? <laughs> I'll go through the just two more big ones. I guess sure. Brett Howden uh got went to Vegas and Rangers got something, which is fucked. 
Um, uh, Barclay, Goudreau, uh, seventh, and the whole that six years, 3.6. Uh, That's a shitty contract. Aiden Hill way. goes to the Sharks for a coronar. I think it was a backup at the, towards the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, Hill's good. Uh, Jones is bad, so Hill will probably start. They'll probably start. They're they're trying to find a way to get rid of Jones, and it's uh, that's gonna you know, that's good luck. No one's and, yeah, good and luck, and dude. I was gonna say it's probably gonna end in a buyout. Yeah, dude, Sharks have the worst contracts in the yeah. league. Yeah, can we can we actually no great point, Kevin? Can we bad. actually talk about that? How the Sharks are? I would say the worst. Like that's the worst GM job right now. When you have the the Carlson contract stinks, the Burns Classic. contract stinks, the John the Jones contract stinks. You have Logan Couture and Evander Kane. This team stinks. Vlasic, dude. Vlasic. Mark Edward Vlasic. That guy stinks. That is the worst. Vlasic is so bad. That is is the worst job. Uh, Again, it's a thing right there. Prime example of what, like, Carlson at his prime was arguably one, like, the best, one of the, literally one of the best offensive defensemen of all time. Oh, easily. That guy was playing at, like, like, at such a level you haven't seen in years. Um, But, you know, signing a guy that much money, 11.5 11.5 till 26, 27. At Brent age, Burns, $8 million till 25, 20, uh, 24, 25. Vlasic, $7 million till 25, 26. Martin Jones, 5.75 till 23, 24. Yeah. Again, in the future, where you get Eklund and you got to sign, you know, you got to sign Timo, you got to sign all these guys. Evander Kane, $7 million till 24, to, 25. To be fair, to get to be fair to Kane, Kane actually had a good season this year. I'd say, like, yeah, considering the circumstances around everything regarding him. Um, Dickinson for third, Benning W, rare Benning W. Uh, Ellis for Philip Myers, Nolan Patrick. Nolan Patrick then gets flipped from Nashville to Vegas for Cody Glass. Yeah, I think no, I, I think Kate Nolan Patrick for Cody Glass one for one, like. That's just a change of scenery thing. I, that they, they they both have been just. Uh, I think both of those guys will do really well next year. I I'm, I'm, I hope. I, I'm excited to see Nolan Patrick in Vegas. I think he'll do well in Vegas, and I think Cody Glass will do well in Nashville. He, yeah, in Nashville, he, I right? think so. That should that should be. I think Cody a, Glass. That system didn't Vegas system didn't fit with how he plays. Uh, Nolan Patrick. I, it's just unfortunate. Everything. I I think yeah. the Vegas system is more towards what he is. I think he can still be like a good third line guy. And like, hopefully, like he can be. I think he can start off like at the bottom, and he, he can work work his way up because there's there's a lot of talent there. The reason he's taken so high, right? And I said it before too with Patrick. He just needs to be healthy. Like yeah. I I know you can't teach that, but if you're healthy, you're gonna do really well in Vegas. Um. Yeah. And then Ellis for Myers, and yeah, felt like you're essentially, yeah, you're getting Glass and Myers for Ellis. Like, eh. like Flyers, Flyers definitely won that trade. Like I'd say because. It, it works out where now you got, I think you got probably got Provorov and Ellis. Please don't put Ristolainen in there. Please do that. Provorov, Ristolainen, talking about Hughes and fucking Ekman Larson. Provorov, Ristolainen might be actually, argue. I think that's worse. No. Ian, that's worse. Come on. <laughs> Provorov, I, I don't know about, I haven't looked at yeah, Provorov. I might make that an SYB poll. Like, it would be an actual, like, word, like, de- like not offense, but like, Defensive wise pairing. God, that was wise. That would be so awful. Provorov. <laughs> Provorov versus Ristolainen versus Oliver Ekman Larson. Quinn Hughes. 
That is so bad. Okay. Uh, debate, debate of the century. I think, I think just one more last one. Yeah, we talk one, about one, one more. Duncan Keith. Well, there's a bunch. Oh my like, god. Uh, Scott, you, like, yeah, Scott and I talked about this one. That's a horror. He he actually thought it was an okay deal for us. No, yeah, no, no. Scott Scott is still living in 2013, where he thinks like the like that that trade was okay. He thought the OEL trade was a good trade for Vancouver. Like he. No, Francois Boschman's still good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know it was actually smart to you know get rid is of. Hill is still backing up. Well, it was good to get you know get rid of Theodore so you could keep keep Clayton Stoner. Like that's a smart move. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Clayton Stoner. Yeah, because you got Cog. You got you got to keep Cog in. I got to keep his Iron Man. Anyway, no, Scott just seems to be. I think is living in 2013 still. <laughs> yeah, I got, he was happy about McTavish when I saw him, dude. So yeah. And, exactly. uh, yeah, in the second round, they they had a good draft, so I, they, it's looking up for them. They got Zegras, who's gonna look, who's gonna play good next year. I think Comtois, all those guys. Hopefully, Steele can turn around. I think Comtois and uh, oh my God, McTavish on the line will be pretty good. That'd be fun yeah. to watch. They play pretty similar. Yeah, Jamie Jamie Drysdale, the guy on the chicken nuggets, <laughs> chicken nuggets fucking boxes. You've seen those, right? I have seen those. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, damn it. All right. Um, listen, I, we're we're running a bit long here, but I'll, I'll move it. I'll move yeah. it a bit. Uh, do you want to talk about the Kraken expansion draft a little bit? Yeah, uh, I feel like we. I feel like we covered that, but we covered it. Okay, because I mean, I feel like just like the baseline. Yeah. If they're if they're not signing people, what the fuck are they on? Can I also just say, people apparently didn't like the show on Wednesday. I thought it was a really fun show. Well, because Frank to- just gave it yeah, up. Yeah, Frank gave. All the picks out. Yeah, like, I that... go on Twitter in the morning, and uh, Frank just gives out everything. So I, I delete, I unfollow him and Elliot, and I turn all, I delete my Instagram just so I don't see it. And I, I, <laughs> I, already, know, I already know Tanev's on the team. I know all these guys are on the team. I think the only that's guy a, that's a bad. I didn't like the Brandon Tanev because that's <laughs> a shit contract. Let me tell you, I hated that contract. Like when we did our mock expansion draft, I said to Scott, I can't pick Brandon Tanev because I said that was a shitty contract that Pittsburgh signed when they signed him from Winnipeg. I'm like, I can't take that. Like, that's a horrible contract. You and think it's the- bad that when um, Seattle was, were bringing up their star players, Brandon Tanev was one of them? Yeah, that's a little concerning. <laughs> that, that was uh, a little concerning. Uh, um, what else? One other thing was, uh, oh, I, I like, I love Matt Martin and Clutterbuck, but you don't protect them though. They're like Vegas or what do you call it? Seattle's not going to take Matt Martin. Seattle's not going to take Clutterbuck, right? Like they're, oh my God. And now, now Everly and Bailey are gone or Everly's gone, but Bailey's still there. But like, I might I, get an, I, I might get an Everly Kraken jersey. He did look nice in it. I mean, he yeah. did look good in it. I do like those jerseys. I did. I didn't like how they asked the question. Like you were so close to the finals. You could just see how on his face, like how. No, I mean, I would be why you shouldn't be asking a guy who's this close two years in a row to making it a final. Like, <laughs> that was the well, that was the thing about both Martin. years. He would have won, I think he would have won. The, it's funny because, like, they would have just won, they would have just ripped Montreal apart the way they play. I, they well, so I, I was just gonna say that it was kind of the same with Mark Giordano, where Giordano you could tell it was like it was a bittersweet interview for him because you could yeah. sense that he really didn't want to leave Calgary, but then at the same time, it's like, hey, you guys drafted me, huh? You see, I got drafted in the expansion draft. I'm now a member of the Kraken. So, I, I the thing is though, like I, I was talking to someone who was like, um, like the defensemen that Calgary protect were all better than Giordano. Yeah, like, and people like, like oh, like, like, 
they're like, oh, I would, I would like, I would give like, why wouldn't you protect him with picks? I go, man, like, is he worth it? Uh, that I gave is, your captain. That, I gave your captain, and he's fucking thirty-eight. He's one of the oldest yeah. players in the league. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that one. Uh, um, the ex- the expansion draft show was also cool because uh, Marshawn Lynch got to take part. That was and, hilarious. And yeah, your yarn croak thing. And Callie. Uh, my boy Callie, uh, it was his uh, it was his pick, and Gary Payton, Sean Kemp showed up. That was Sean really Kemp cool. could have pronounced that one name, whoever he picked. I forgot who Don Squoya or something. He, oh, yeah, he, Don Squoya. He, he butchered Don Squoya. That was a name. good pick for the, I'll give him that because Don Squoya, he was, he was manning the he was manning the number one power play. Like, he's the guy. He, he did really good. Yeah, he did really good in Colorado. Good. Yeah, he, he, he's good. He's good in Colorado. I think he'll be good in Seattle. Um, yeah, I, I think that was a, I think it was an okay draft, but yes, it could have been much, much better. It could have been much like better. A, it, it, I'd say. Brought, that roster will look different on opening night. Like that's yeah, not going to look like the full. They roster. must be signing players. Yeah. Well, if you look at Vegas's draft, you know how like it, look look how different it looked there then. So yeah. like uh, it's they got time. Um, yeah, that's that's all I think. All I got for them. We'll talk about the NBA quickly. Uh, Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks who won the finals this past week against Thank the Suns. <laughs> um, what are the all-time great games from Giannis? Fifty points. Uh, that, that's arguably the best. That, that that that. Game six would might have been his best game. Yeah, that guy went off. That's yeah. probably no. That's hundred percent his best game of his career. That's also arguably like the best closeout to finals ever. Like that. Uh, that is one of the best, if not. The best. He. I was crazy. It was. It was incredible watching it on TV and just like no one else was. No one else was scoring. So Giannis just like fuck it, I'll score. And I, they didn't have an answer. Like the Suns did not have an answer. Uh, my, yeah. I think my favorite play in the entire series was the when Giannis was at the top of the perimeter, and then he just ran like a run, running back. Like, he just got momentum, and he just ran like a running back into Aiden, who was in the lane. And it was just like, yeah, that works, because Aiden just can't handle that. Like, there's just no stopping <laughs> a big-ass Giannis running down the lane. Nice build. Yeah. So, um, kudos to the Bucks. Kudos to Milwaukee. PJ Tucker with no tangible basketball skill won a championship. So kudos to PJ Tucker. Um, yeah, he's been PJ Tucker's been really close. You know, he's a guy who deserves. It. He's a he. He took it. He had the hard way, bro. He was in Europe and everything. Yeah, he he he, he deserves it. Um, Jay Crowder, poor guy, lost six games back to back years. <laughs> Tough game, oh. t- tough game for Crowder too. Him yeah. and uh, him and uh, what's his name, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson was terrible shooting. Yeah, I thought I like I, I right when Stephen A's like give it the ball, Cam Johnson. I'm like, yep, give it to him because he's actually been good. And then that, you know, just yeah, no, he, he was not good at game six. Um, Cam- yeah, I, Giannis deserves it. And like they're, it's sick to see like that their whole family, everyone who's in the league right now from their families won a championship. So that's that's cool too. Callum, do you have any thoughts on the NBA Finals, Giannis, Milwaukee? Uh, I liked it honestly. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Um, man, Suns. I thought they had it in the first few games. Ah, like, dude, I thought it was it. I was like, no. wow, they're playing really good. And I don't, I, Giannis must have turned them on, man. I don't yeah, know what Giannis, happened. Say we did that to Giannis in 2019 with Kawhi. We were down two nothing, and everyone's like, it's it. And we we won four straight. And Giannis yeah. learned. Man. Giannis learned. He's a um, player, man. I was going to say, I guess for the Suns, maybe they'll re-sign Chris Paul. I, I don't know how that's going to go. In the, they, they probably need yeah. another big man. I don't know if it's... I was going to say, they, if they re-sign Chris Paul and they get one more... 
I, I don't think Sarge makes a difference, but having him not there and having Frank Kaminsky the third playing in the finals is also brutal. I was gonna, well, I was gonna say like, I know we joke about these guys, but like if they could get either a Javale or a Dwight Howard as like the backup center who you can get to play like 10, 11, yeah. 12. Yeah, having get... like having guys like that, like there's a reason JaVale is always on like the good teams. Like it's, it's yeah. a lot of, like he's on the good teams because the guy is good at basketball. Like it's just, it, these guys are good. Like it's always, that's why I told you like the Olympics, dude, you realize like these guys who play basketball, basketball is a sport where like everyone who plays is fucking good. It's just the fact oh, yeah. that there's, there's such better, like, like the level is so high. Like there's only what? How many players even play in the league? What is that? Fifteen times thirty, whatever that, whatever that equals out to. Five hundred like, players in a league. Even like and players that are playing, it's like ten. So you got like you only got three hundred players that are really even playing, dude. That's such a small, such a small group of players in in, in the world that play. Like it's it's so much more than any other sport. Especially when most of them are American. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's the the the, the like. Yeah. I got kind of. I was gonna go on a tangent again, but I'm gonna stop. I mean, you, you can if it's really important. Nah, so I got. I kind of like. It's just the same thing over and over, and I was like, yeah. All right. Uh, later, also later on this week, I'm hoping that SYP creator Fuji and I will be doing some uh, some NBA content this week. So stay tuned for that. Um, do you want to talk about the entertainment for a little bit? We only have one mailbag question, so there's not a lot in the mailbag to uh, to talk about, but. I mean, we, we've been trying to get more entertainment. Uh, I saw Space Jam, too. Was Space Jam a new legacy on Saturday? That movie's ass. Yeah, I've heard no one's liked it. You don't need to go see that. You, you, you are okay if you don't go pay 40 bucks like I did ticket and popcorn to go, uh, to go watch it. You can live with yeah, that. Yeah, I heard like the director of like Space Jam 1 was just absolutely trash in that movie. Uh, no, th- my, my two favorite parts from Space Jam, so there was one, not, I don't want to spoil it, but pretty, but pretty much, like, LeBron left his son. And basically the guy who was watching LeBron's kid was just like, yeah, well, that's kind of his MO, isn't it? Like, he left Cleveland, he left Miami, he left Cleveland again. It was like, <laughs> like, that made me laugh. That was funny. It's like him leaving. And then the other funny, what was the other funny bit? Oh, it was um, they were joking like the Toon Squad losing at halftime, and Sylvester the Cat said that Michael Jordan wanted to give a halftime speech, and so everyone's just anticipating Michael Jordan like coming into the hallway, but they can't see because of the lighting. And then once the light actually shines on him, it's actually Michael B. Jordan, not Michael Jordan, the basketball player, and everyone's just completely let down by the fact that it's Michael B. Jordan and not the real Michael Jordan. And then Michael B. Jordan's like, yeah, Sylvester Cat said that, like, you'd like to see me. And it's just like, no, no, we don't want to see. No, sorry. Like, you're, you're the wrong Michael Jordan. Like, sorry. It's just like, okay. And then he just left. That was funny. But uh, everything yeah, else was shit. It was a, I thought about walking out like 20 minutes in. <laughs> like, that's just how bad it was. It's just like, why did I come to watch? Like, I went with friends, so I'm not going to, like, walk out with friends. But, like. I did contemplate walking out 20 minutes in. Brutal. Uh, Rav, new Kid Leroy music came out this week. Uh, yeah, he did something weird. I've never seen someone do like he had. So, first of all, his album name Suck. 
it's fuck love three. He, he promotes it also like a fucking like clickbait YouTube prank title, like fuck love three a.m. gone wild. Like it's like that font. Hell yeah, that's how I read it. That's how it reads, dude. Like you read it as like a fucking YouTube title. Um, so I guess fuck love three. Another two fuck loves. He combined into one large fuck love of fuck love three, and in the so he put all the songs from those EP on this one. So he gets all the sales from the other one. So it looks like he sold more. So I've never seen a like I've seen rappers do something like that, but that's wild what he did. That um, there's only there's only apparently seven new songs. I, I went through like I'd say like two thirds of it, and I, I just gave up. I I used to like this guy a lot like two years ago. I thought this guy was sick. Because he was just like a this guy, like he was friends with Juice World and all that. Like his song with Juice World and the album's good. I like this. That one's good. No, there's some good songs. The song with Justin Bieber is amazing. That was another one I was gonna say. I was. That song is actually pretty good. Yeah, that song's yeah. The 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 hits on it are good. It's just he's really changed it from what he was. I feel like his hit songs are good, but his filler songs for the album just Um, don't work. He he will be big as a pop artist. I just thought he was back when I used to listen to him. He's a rap artist, and I think he just changed it, which. Hey, good for him. It'll, it'll probably make him more money, but I, I'm not listening to uh, that. I, I'm sorry. It was just a lot of the same. 29 songs is also way too many to have on an album. Yeah, I mean... Like, you got to cut that in half. I would say I would give that whole mess a 4 out of 10. The, the hits it hit. I, I was going to say, out of, out of 5 three, stars, I might give it like a 2. I'd say a 3 out of 10, 3.5. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I like the Lil Nas Jack Harlow song. I do like that one. Though. Yeah, Industry Baby. I thought that was a good song. Yeah, and, and and I, they, they got I, that I saw right. Lil, Lil Nas X tweeted out like some person got mad at. He's such a funny Twitter fo- like follower. Yeah, no, guy. he's funny on he's funny online. He has TikTok bombs, dude. Like, uh, where is this? Uh, yeah, but that song is good. That song is a good song, and I like how like they have to give Jack Harlow a girl because so just so they didn't believe he was actually like gay. That was the in the in the music video. Yeah. So, uh, any other music or songs that I missed out on? Um, I know the Kid Leroy album was one that everybody's been talking uh, about. Uh, there's the KSI one. KSI like he sold a lot apparently. Um, it was that one also was a one where I thought it would be much better the way he promoted it. I think it just promoted it just so people listen to it. But really, the good songs were the ones that he released prior. The one yeah, that, like yeah. Holiday. Holiday was pretty good. Holiday like really died. good. I don't know if I could listen to that one because it's also just like a. It is one of them poppy songs. I it, like, it it does seem like he went from like uh, rap to pop. Yeah, I uh, I like the songs with Lil Dirk, No Time, and I like Gang Gang with Dino and J One. I liked yeah, and then the the singles Patience. And and the other two songs that released the one with Craig David, who's a UK legend, and the other one don't play. That was also a good one. Those like so like the main ones, like the really big songs that got big for him. I think were really the best ones. All right, hey, good stuff. I think with music and entertainment, we're we're getting. I'm getting better with that, which is helping yeah, so... with everyone getting better. I'm getting better, which is making it better for the rest uh, of the podcast. Lil Nas X, like someone got mad at him for like. Because of all the like the music video being all like raunchy, I guess is what the. But like he replies to someone like, "So you you're mad at me in a shower at a jail, <laughs> like but no, it's like I literally grinded on Satan in my last video. We draw the line at a fucking prison shower. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, this guy's um, a funny dude. Mailbag time. This is our last segment. I think mailbag. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Best steal, biggest steal 
of the first round NHL draft. We talked about this a little bit. I think it's Eklund or Wallstat probably. Yeah, I was going to say Eklund or Wallstat. Because I think, like, oh, Edmonton trading down and Minnesota, who had who has, like, Judd Brackett, our old scout, yeah. who I fucking love. Um, and he pick, he trades up two picks to get a what could be, like, an elite goalie. That's and then one. Eklund just happened to fall to the Sharks. Yeah, that was, that was just like the sharks got lucky. Like yeah. it just the, the, the sharks way. did get lucky. Yeah, because the, their positioning, they shouldn't have. They don't. They, I should say they don't deserve a guy that, like that good that low, but they really don't. Uh, that was from SYP creator Scott. He wanted to know what the biggest steal of the first round of the NHL draft. I don't know if there's any other steals that I mean. I don't. Again, I'm not. I I haven't really been paying a whole lot of attention to the draft. But I, if you had to ask me on the spot, it's probably either Eklund or Wallstad. I mean, uh, Boston had a really good pick in Fabian Liesel at oh, that, 21. Yeah, that's a good, that's a, that's a good one. But I wouldn't he, call it a uh, huge deal. There's he, a he, thing he thought, going he, around. You finished yet? I was say, he got to be a, maybe a top 10 player. He could be. Um, he's shown, I think his stats haven't shown that, but like his, when you watch him play, you see how, how dynamic he can be. There's a thing going around like where he threw his stick at the puck. Like uh, I think it was on an empty night, threw a stick at a puck, and then there was like a like just to stop it from going in, and there was just like a fight that ensued right after. I think that was literally today in an yeah. international game. Um, yeah, you love to see it. Um, Lifestyle I heard is somebody who can be like a starter in the Bruins lineup in like two years from now. Yeah, that's what I thought with I can uh, see that. I can see that. Guys too. Like I thought Frederick could. I thought Frederick was, could be much better than he was, but he just looks like a goon. Uh, Stanika could be another guy who could feature. Sorry? John Beecher. Oh, I don't even know who that is. Oh, he's a center. He played, he played really good in the, the last couple World Juniors. Yeah, he's been playing pretty well internationally for the Americans the last few years. Um, I think he could be a good, like, third line, second line, if he actually like, develops. Middle, middle six, probably. Yeah. Center. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the podcast. Uh, boys, any final thoughts, takeaway? Are we going to uh, call this uh, Technical Difficulties Part 2? Yeah, we could just because it only took us like five times to try. So yeah, we we've been chatting now for about two hours, uh, and this podcast. Oh, I mean, just on Zoom and this podcast. I don't know. This might be an hour and a half pod, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's been fun talking to you guys both. Uh, we'll probably have to have both of you around for SYP one hundred for the one hundred yeah. podcast episode next Ooh. week. Um, I got. I guess we could do a few end of the thing shout outs. Uh. Nick Jalmerson retired today. He, well, that's a good one. Yeah, he uh, good one. He was a three-time Stanley Cup winner, and he was a integral part of that team. He, he played brilliantly for that Chicago. Guy's a, that guy's a rock. I think it's just it's probably the injuries. The guy just he's putting his body out of everything. He put it. He put his body in front of the fucking puck. Yeah, um, I saw. I forgot where. Let me pull it up. Him and Keith for like the longest time was the best defensive pairing. It was really good. It was oh, yeah. really good. Like you were, you had to get through those guys, and then you had to go go against Corey Crawford. Like yeah, so it's prime. Crawford. And, and uh, evolving, prime. evolving hockey, evolving hockey on Twitter says Nick Jalmerson is arguably one of the greatest defensive players literally to ever play hockey. We do not have historical comparisons because like analytics is only a recent thing, but from mm. like, yeah. like from recent like. If you look at his uh, recent uh, his defensive analytics, this guy has just been consistently at the top of his game, just like yeah. from the start to the end. Even even last year, it's just 
he was just so he, he was they don't win those all those three cups without him that guy is such a yeah. that that he's a rock back there how many shot blocks did this guy saw? I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's definitely no. he's definitely somebody who like you can consider not, to like retire his well, number. I, mean, yeah, I think, he, I think, he's, I think he's like you can consider him like Ring of Honor as a Canucks. I like think of Chicago. Yeah, I would honor him because he deserves it. They don't win those cups without him. That guy is a. I also think the it's a hockey. It's not a hockey thing. It's every sport thing. But like players like him in every sport, where like the grinding guys, they will never get the respect they deserve. No, no. He, I was gonna say he's not the first one of the first guys you mentioned. But you 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 do have to mention him when you're talking about those Blackhawks teams in the the 2010s. Like he is. And you got like the Taze, Kane, Seabrook, Keith as like um, your main four, and then you got like Sharp, Ajamas, and Crawford. Crawford, yeah, like those um, like those guys who played a bit of a lesser role but still made a noticeable impact when they were on the team. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, like Bickle and Bull and Bickle especially. Like he people are giving like the team ship are giving a contract that he deserved it. The guy I mean one of the he got, he got the comeback goal in 2015. Yeah. Uh 1605 block shots. That's uh oh. in his career. That's uh dude that's uh, Blackhawks D zones on Twitter says that's the equivalent of getting hit with a puck every day straight for four years. Oh my god! Yeah, so it definitely was probably impact of that, but arguably, like in the analytic era, this guy was like a top, I think a top five defenseman defensively ever. That's what it's, that's what the people are saying. Good lord! Yeah, so the, the legend, legend uh, of the sport. The other quick shout out I want to give is to USA Rugby. Uh, again, as we record this, they just defeated Kenya in their Pool C match in the Olympics. Uh, just barely beating Kenya where they actually had like Kenya. I don't know how you guys know how rugby works, but basically you have to set the ball down to score your points. And essentially the U S player ripped it, ripped away a Kenya last minute, try to wit the seal the game. American player ripped it away, got the ball back. And then eventually America worked to get a, a try to win their game against Kenya. It was a pretty big deal. I thought it was really cool. So shout out to you USA rugby. I'll be covering rugby sevens all week for at the Olympics. So my schedule is going to be completely fucked sleep schedule, everything. Uh, so that's going to be really cool. Callum, do you have anybody you want to shout out or any, anybody? Uh... By the way, I got my second dose on, uh, on uh, Thursday. So uh, shout out to you, uh, all frontline health workers like Callum. Let's see. That was, that was my shout out. Shout out that we're almost done boys. We're Vaccine clinics are winding down Vancouver or winding down to see the sky. If you haven't got your second dose yet and you're listening, what the fuck are you doing? Go get your second dose. Go get go get vaccinated. Go get fucking vaccinated. Like, it's, it's come funny. on. I will personally do it. Yeah, Calum will do it for you. Calum will go to your house with a uh, maybe not a Pfizer, but maybe an AstraZeneca, some leftover <laughs> AstraZeneca. Drive to your house and then poke you while you're sleeping. Calum smuggles Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> oh, Rav, no one's supposed to say that. So uh, Jonathan Johnson is a five bucks a pop. Oh, um, anything else is two hundred. I might, I might. <laughs> this is just that. how I'm, vaccines work in Ontario. I, know, <laughs> I, I might name that the the title of the podcast. Uh, Callum smuggles Johnson and Johnson. I might name that. <laughs> did you Did you guys hear that Hollyburn, Hollyburn uh, like country club got shit because yeah, they and and the guy that was responsible for that got hired by the Canucks. What uh? Let me see what happened here. The country. They, uh, Holly Byrne got in trouble because they were vet- trying to vaccinate their country club members so they could come back first. 
And then VCH, like, Vancouver Coast of Health found out, and like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh. And then just took all the vaccine. And like, you're, this is not how it works. Not uh, save the rich first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, that's the most Hollyburn thing to come out of this pandemic. Yeah, just the rich people. Uh, yeah, rich people. Rich people. So, uh, shout out to Hollyburn for but being assholes. And again, that guy hired by the Canucks to do something. He might be like responsible for like the team in Abbotsford or something. For getting the team vaccines, probably. Yeah, maybe something along those lines. But that guy's hired. The, that guy's hired to give Podcoles and Pfizer. Executive. I think it's the executive VP and GM of Rogers Arena. Is this? Is this what I'm looking at? Probably. Yeah, that sounds about right. So uh, just, uh, real asshole. Real asshole. Yep. Um. Any anything else before we head out here with uh, uh, uh shout out Mark Stahl. Shout out Mo. He's 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 a defenseman. He's, now, I uh, during his prime, that guy was a top four stud. He's nope, that guy's he, good. He, hey, he's he he can be he can be a guy that can teach these these youngins like cider. Yeah, and maybe exactly. Edmondson, maybe who, Edmondson too. Who else would you want? You know, leading. Mo Sider. Shout out Ken Holland for getting Mike Smith a two-year contract. Yeah, multi-year, <laughs> multi-year. Fucking moron. Uh, That's the worst, man. Dude, they got. They got they had... How is that gonna fire? Yo, they're like uh, poor, poor Oilers fans. Like, I mean, I they don't. Sympathy for them, they know. Yeah, what, that's they, what I have to say. Well, uh, poor Oilers fans. They got Shirelli, and then they got him. Uh, Ken Holland. Yeah, it's I, I. I Ken Holland could honestly still be like Hall of Fame level GM. This guy. Oh, oh, hold up, hold up, Ian, Ian. Yes. Can you make a poll on SYP saying who is the better GM, Holland or <laughs> Benning? Uh, who no, would you right rather now. have as your GM of your team? No, right no, no. Ken, Ken, Holland Ken, Holland, Ken Holland has done stuff in his career. Benning is not currently. Currently, like I know that Ken Holland. Currently, I might take Benning over Holland. Yeah. To I think. I honestly team. think I might do. All right, that's the podcast. Uh, we'll post some SYP stories here soon. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we got a loaded week. Uh, I got a load a week with Rugby Sevens content. We have multiple podcasts coming out. We have multiple blogs coming out this week. It's hectic at SYP headquarters. So thank you very much for all your support this, uh, this past couple weeks. We'll be back again soon. Peace out.